Okay, welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. We're talking today about Show Me the Money. And I think it's very important uh, when we talk about money that we understand that we're actually talking about how we feel about ourselves. What we manifest and how people how people treat us is really a reflection on how we feel about ourselves. So at this time, I wanted to be able to clear some energy around this and want us to feel that we are able to be able to manifest what it is that we desire in life. And what we truly want in our heart is really an inspired thing. So we want us to be able to uh, enjoy to enjoy life and to feel like life is rewarding. Now, it, and for us, for life to be rewarding, there also has to be some challenge to it because otherwise we don't grow. So we often don't like the challenges and we want it to be easy. But we need the challenges to be there for us to be able to grow. So uh, I just wanted to read a little bit from um, Brendan Burchard's book about um, motivation. So he's got a little quote here. He says, um, it is the obvious equation and the ultimate secret. The deeper and longer I give attention to my ambitions and passions, the more motivation I feel. And so we, to be able to be motivated, we have to work towards whatever it is we're motivated towards. So we have to put real effort in. And we can't have what it is we want without making the efforts to get there. So often we have the desire and we put out there what it is that we want. We might set goals, we might make a vision board, but we actually have to show how committed we are by the effort that we put in. So if you put more effort in, this is according to Brendan Burchard, he said the irony is if they gave more effort, they would have more motivation. So... We cannot feel sustained energy or commitment for completing a journey if we've never taken the first step. A triathlete must have ambition, but he also must begin to train. He must sign up for the race, begin running farther, train harder, stretch his comfort zones, work for his dream of crossing the finish line. From those efforts, his motivation will be sustained and enlarged. When motivation dies, then it's not because our dreams died, it's because we never began or didn't sustain any real effort. So without taking steps forward, we never sense the highs of progress and soon the energy is gone and almost predictably we quit. So really he's saying that we need to put the effort in to what it is we want so that it actually manifests. And I guess, you know, we if we're um, planted plants and we're waiting to see, you know, these plants uh, sprout and come out of the ground, we often want to go and dig up the plant and see if it's really happening. And of course that wouldn't, do much good to the plant at all. So I wanted to clear some energy around this. So um, I'm able to be, I'm able to be who I want to be is not strong. I allow myself is not strong either. Um, I allow myself to dream. I allow my dreams to become reality. I am in touch with reality. Um, The feeling of being defensive and also offended And I would imagine when we come from light that we come here to earth, it must be a little bit offensive. Um, You know, things are slow. We have to communicate with our mouths and, you know, do things by learning, learning to run your body and all those things that we need to do. So it is important for us to, I guess, to feel 
even though life can be a bit offensive and that, you know, the way people communicate is probably very hard when we've come from, you know, um, as spirits, we communicated directly by our thoughts. And so to come here and have to learn how to work our body and how to learn how to communicate is really quite difficult. And, you know, I'm sure it must be a shock for babies to come into that. And, of course, some families are very difficult. There's a lot of trauma in the family and uh, it's not safe to be in those sort of families. So we we want to clear energy around this so that we can overcome whatever obstacles are in our way. So let's put as an affirmation, I am stronger than any obstacle. And I think for myself and often for a lot of us, the biggest obstacle is how we see ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. And I, I wish sometimes that we could go in and see who we were before we came to Earth. Because I think we would be shocked. And I think we would have a, it, it would probably be too easy if we knew. So I think we, we're not allowed to know for that reason. But we, I think we really need to believe that the desires within our heart are important, not just for us personally and our families, but for the world. And I think the more that we try to achieve what it is in our heart to achieve, uh, you know, the more we can accomplish those very desires. Uh, and when, if we're talking about money in this case too, uh, John Martini said, uh, you know, if you want to earn more money, you need to serve more people. And so it, I guess if we can ask in our heart each day, you know, who, who am I supposed to help today? Uh, and as we help people, we will be, um, I guess, rewarded and, you know, people are happy to pay for a service that helps them. And in fact, you know, if you go and, you know, use a mechanic that you like and you trust, you're going to recommend that mechanic to someone, the same as a restaurant or, you know, a clothes shop or, you know, whatever service or um, business that you use and that person takes great care of you, you're going to refer other people to that person. And so it is with the service that you offer. And even though you may just start, you know, very humbly, I remember when I began as a chiropractor, I was terrified. And, you know, I probably just had simple uh, situations to treat. And then as I would learn, go to a seminar and learn some more, I'd get more complicated people. And it would be challenging. Some people are very hard to work on and to work out what the problem is. But we grow as we try. And each time we have more knowledge, then we have more opportunity to use that knowledge to be able to, you know, help those around us. Another thing that comes up here is that I'm, I'm still a good person, even if I have money. And this is a generational problem, Dad. And there's a lot of bitterness surrounding this generational problem and obsession. There's also something in someone's timeline, age 11. And the eighth chakra is involved here. And the third chakra. Now, the third chakra is about our power and... We often don't realize how powerful we are. When we don't want to do something, uh, you know, our body will get sick or some circumstance will change that will stop us from um, having to do the thing we don't want to do. So gallbladder is involved here with the, sh the third chakra. And we're going to plug in patchouli oil. And I'm just using here, there's an essential oil affirmation book that um, my good friend Kim Redmond Futural wrote. And... Uh, she has affirmations to go with each oil. So patchouli is the oil of physicality. My body is the temple of my soul. It is pure, clean and holy. 
Now there's a generational problem of hiding under this on Dad's side, Dad's mom, and I feel like we need to um, release some trauma surrounding this. Okay. Now something else comes up here from age 16, age 41, and the feeling of being desperate. I'm also going to plug in the, the um, vibration of another oil, and this is clove oil. And clove oil is the oil of boundaries. So I allow others their opinions and take them into consideration, but make my decisions for myself. And I think that's very powerful. Often we know something um, ourselves, um, and then we allow other people to talk us out of us out of our, our purpose or out of our desire or out of our mission. And we that's very disempowering. So we want you to use the clove oil to be able to um, pursue what you feel is right. You can hear other people's opinions. You can let them say what they want. And, you know, you can say, uh-huh, and walk away. Or you can say, um, yes, you may be right. And, you know, acknowledge the other person. But it doesn't mean that it mm-hmm. has to take away from how uh, we feel about our purpose and what we feel is the right thing to do. Sometimes when other people are expressing their concerns and expressing what it is that they fear, it is their fears. And they don't want us to feel awful. So they're worried for us that, they, that we might feel awful if we fail. But I think we we feel more awful if we don't try and we, um, you know, we fail to be who we're supposed to be. Okay, I'm also going to plug in the um, vetiver oil. Now, vetiver oil is, I hate to say today, vetiver, is a very um, earthy oil, very, we call it tree sap at home because it's so, it smells like something out in the forest. So, and there's an affirmation to go with that. Um... By returning my energy back down to the earth, I ground and discharge myself, remaining powerfully present with whomever I surround myself or whichever task I work on. I find relief in this uncovering process to know what is behind my reactivity and I work through it rather than avoiding it, feeling soothed to meet the core of my emotional issues. So often when we um, have experiences and we feel that... uh, We feel pain and we feel discomfort that we, you know, we we really don't want to feel the pain and we want to run away from the pain. But sometimes we have to work through the pain, just like you know, going through labour and to have a baby. It does require pain and we would like to run away from the pain. But as we work through the pain, we're able to manifest the baby and to actually enjoy the process. And yes, it is painful and yes, it takes time and yes, it, it takes every little bit of your endurance that you have. But it's worth the effort. And I think that's what's important about what we want to manifest too. We want to just have this wish of something we want and believe it's going to happen without any effort, without any sweat, without any tears, without feeling faint-hearted. Well, it's not going to happen. We have to face all those feelings and just keep moving forward anyway. Uh, There are... um, I was given a copy of a book called Feel, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And... I'll just read you some of the truths that they have included in that particular in that particular book. It says, number one, the fear will never go away as long as I continue to grow. Number two, the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. Number three, the only way to feel better about myself is to go out and do it. Number four, 
Not only am I going to experience fear when I'm in unfamiliar territory, but so is everyone else. Number five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. And we all know that fear. So, you know, just because you feel fear doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. And just because you feel fear uh, doesn't mean that you're going to fail. Uh, you know, every everything that we've ever achieved in life has required us overca- overcoming fear. So now we're going into the sixth chakra. Now the sixth chakra is about following your intuition. And we struggle. In this day and age, more and more people are becoming aware of their intuition and wanting to use it. But the world would have us believe that we shouldn't follow that. We just need to be logical. And what's coming up is the pituitary gland. I'm just looking in, there's a book called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And she has lots of different body parts and what they represent. So I'm just looking up um, pituitary and just see what she has to say. So there's a couple of options here. Continually picturing ill health or sickness. Feelings of being a constant recipient of bad luck or misfortune. And not being able to see the good in all things. Okay, so... And um, I know myself I've had issues with pituitary from time to time and that's involved feeling a bit stuffy in the head and getting like a post-nasal drip. So it also can involve here this chakra feeling lost regards to your purpose. And there's a timeline um, part of this, age 16. So I know my purpose. I feel my purpose. I think it's very important for us to uh, understand that we are not flawed, to understand that even our worst effort is still good and we need to keep trying regardless of whether we fail or not and just to keep trying. So I wanted to clear some more energy behind this failure because I think with the failure comes anger and frustration and the feeling of, you know, not being able to achieve our purpose and not feeling that we can live life in the way we want to live it, you know, whether it's eating wonderful food or whether it's having great relationships, or whether it's trusting our, our spouse, or trusting in our ability to run a business. And there's some generational stuff here from Dad, and some more stuck emotions, and the feeling of confusion, and some stuff here from Dad's mum, the feeling of being nervous. And we're going to go into the tenth chakra here. And emotions dealing with the tenth chakra, which is the solar star chakra, is con- the emotions of contentment, satisfaction, balanced and whole. And the one that goes weak is whole. I allow myself to see that I am whole. And this is a generational problem on mum's side and mum's dad's. And more stuff emotions. I'm feeling you're being tempted. And I think oftentimes when we, um, you know, we're in dire situations and life is very difficult, we do get tempted to lower our standard or to break our own rules and you know that leads to us feeling not good about ourselves so it's important even though we may feel rather desperate and and that things are difficult that we we stick to what we believe is right and true and that helps us to feel good about ourselves there's also another stuck feeling here of being gullible and sometimes we're told that, you know, oh, how do you think you can, you know, earn money doing what you love? You know, most people can't do that. And, you know, that that's a false belief. If we, you know, if we work in our jobs and we do the best that we can and we love serving people, it doesn't matter what job we do, as long as we do it with all our heart and our might and our strength. 
you know, a little bit more uh, generational stuff here from Dad and Dad's mum and the feeling of being jaded. And, of course, when we're trying to manifest something and we're trying to, you know, um, prosper and go forward, uh, when we get the knockbacks, we tend to want to give up. And really that's the bad team's way of making us give up and not achieve all that we have to achieve. So we need to keep focusing on what it is that we want and keep taking steps forward. And no matter how many times we get knocked back, we need to do it. I mentioned before that book, um, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. The lady that wrote that book actually had written it and tried to have it published many times and it had, in the end had given up. And when she was cleaning out her uh, cupboards one day, she found the, the manuscript again of her book. And when she read it, she thought, no, I need to share this with people. And so she tried again and eventually she found a uh, someone to um, to print her book and I think the book's been out for 20 years now. And so we're grateful to her that she persisted, even though she did get many knock, knockbacks. And I think we need that kind of persistence. So we'll plug in the vibration of that kind of persistence for each of us so that we feel that we can keep going. So a bit more generational stuff here. Dad's dad. And we're going to talk about the mind. And so our mind is really our most powerful tool. Because whether we believe we can or we can't, that's exactly how it goes. And sometimes our mind works differently to how other people's minds work and then we assume that that's faulty or wrong. But we need people that think differently to change how the world is. So I easily forgive and forget past offences while keeping healthy boundaries. And we're going into the seventh chakra now, which is about our connection with God or the universe. And it's weakened by earthly attachments. So it's important here, like we're talking about, you know, show me the money, but it's also important, it's not so much the money itself, but it's what the money represents to us and what we're going to do with the money that's most important. So I'd like you to be able to focus on what it is that you want to achieve and what it is that you, you know, what your intention is in the long, in the long run. Because that is more important than actually the money. And so we need to manifest the money to be able to accomplish our goals. But the goals are more important than being stuck on just the money. And I think the more that we can serve and do what we're supposed to do without, you know, what's thinking, focusing solely on the money, the more successful we will be. And we're going to plug in uh, the energy of spikenard. Okay, so there's a little bit deeper root here to this problem. And the aura, layers of the aura. And so it's like our energy field um, it, it surrounds us and when we're not feeling so well, it pulls in very tight around us. And when we are feeling better, it, it's able to widen and broaden. And there are some people when they walk into the room that you can just feel their presence. So what we have here is stagnant, stagnant accumulation of negative energy. Uh, so um, if you stand up and you imagine that you've got a field around you like a... I guess uh, like a halo around your whole body. And if you um, keep uh, rolling your hands round and round all the way through that um, aura, that helps to fluff up your aura. And you want to clear out the negative energy that, that can accumulate around us when we've, you know, when we've been stuck in our thoughts and feeling that we're not manifesting for a long time, we can become quite negative. And so I want you to we'll plug in the... The frequency of um, wintergreen oil 
and wintergreen oil is the oil of surrender. And so often we need to surrender to following our purpose, that believing that we can get there and that we don't have to know everything to go do it and to feel that we um, can learn on the job, which we all do, and that's how we learn to do everything in life. So I choose to believe that life is fun and trust that I will always find the help I need. And I think it's trusting God or the universe that your purpose is important, not just to you but to the whole universe, and that your part that you play in... uh, in accomplishing all that you need to is uh, is a vital part in the universe and that we need you to play your part and not to give up. Um, there was a funny story of, um, you know, there was a church built and, and there was a little nail in one of the shingles and he didn't believe he was worthwhile so he didn't hang on. And because the shingle moved to one side, water got in and, and you know, a lot of the church got damaged because of this one little nail believing that he wasn't important and not doing his job. So if we look at the whole universe as being this beautiful tapestry and that each part that we play is as, you know, some of the hues and the colours that are within the tapestry, we need each one to be there for the variety and the the colour and, you know, the, I guess, the the shading in the background and all those little colours and backgrounds all make the picture and we might feel that we're just a little shade of beige in the background that doesn't count, but we need that shade of beige to show up the other colours and the things that happen. So we must always believe that our purpose and what we want to manifest is of great value. Okay, so I allow myself to have money. I, I allow myself to be shown the money. I'm comfortable with the money. I allow myself to fulfil my purpose so that I may achieve all that is righteous within my heart. All right. Uh, I wish you well um, in your day and in your manifesting, you know, what you want out of life and achieving your purpose.